it's time to take off on the Award Travel 101 podcast. Helping you maximize your travel rewards, no matter your destination or budget. Now here are your hosts, Award Travel 101 Community Managers, Angie Sparks and Joseph Petrovic, to help you do extraordinary things on Ordinary Money. And we're back for another episode of the Award Travel 101 podcast. My name's Joseph Petrovic, and I'm here with my fellow Award Travel 101 admin, Angie Sparks. Hey, Angie. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Splendid. We are going through another set of weather changes. We were in the freezing and 20s and 30s yesterday, and we got 70 degree weather today. So I could be out in shorts. <laughs> you, you, you could wear shorts there. Well, and it's hot, like hot down here that my golf club is doing a big tournament and they bring in amateurs from all over the country. Um, they come and play in it. It's a pretty big deal. And I was checking people in yesterday and asking, you know, we always ask, well, where are you here from? There's actually a guy here from Denmark. So they were kind of like, we have to go buy shorts. <laughs> but, you know, there's a bunch of people from, you know, up north. They're like, oh, this is great. And meanwhile, we're sitting there going, it's too hot. We're not ready for it to be this hot yet. Stop. Uh, it's been interesting because my wife has continued to battle all kinds of different colds and illnesses. And I think these temperature swings have been kind of hurting her health, just pushing her body to the limits along with the stress levels from work. So nothing worse. So no fun. Let's get going. We're going to start with the question of the week. If you have a question in the Award Travel 101 community or you want to shoot us a message, we have lots of links in the show notes that you can use to reach out to us and have a question that you have that is interesting for us to air. So We're going to start off with the one that Angie picked out was Chris Hick. And he'd been asking, he said, I've been looking at a few award flights that can be booked through Avianca or Air Canada. The Air Canada cost is slightly more. Are there any pros or cons through you seeing Avianca, which is Life Miles, or Air Canada Aeroplan? And I don't mind paying a little more if it's a bit easier or better experience, Angie. What are you thinking? Choose Aeroplan. <laughs> Choose Aeroplan. That took you really long to answer. <laughs> I feel quite strongly about this post and this question, actually. Way back in the you know pre-pandemic days, I transferred my points over to Life Miles to book the first attempt to go on safari. And obviously, we know what happened. So I had points stranded there. I've tried to... It took... It took... I can't even tell you how many hours on hold to finally get a human to help me cancel that award flight because you cannot transfer it online. And I actually have their hold message, their, their, whatever the music is, it's like an earworm in my brain. Our beat times are long. Oh my gosh. If you speak Spanish, maybe it's much easier, but I don't speak it, you know, at all to be able to do something like that. Finally was able to get that canceled because one of our group members, I think said, if you log in at 7 a.m. or call right then, you can actually get somebody. And I did, but I still have points, you know, stranded there. I've tried to use them, I don't know, two or three other times and it errors out every time I get to the booking stage. I've been trying for the past three days to change a booking, my positioning flight for DC on United. So I could book it on United. It's available. It's a saver space. It's 15,000 points per person but it's 10,000 points per person on Avianca. That's the benefit of using these partner airlines. Same thing with Aeroplan, 10,000 points per person to book it on Aeroplan. 
taxes and fees actually might be a hair less on them than they are on Avianca, but I have those stupid miles stranded. So I tried on desktop, mobile, iPad. I could never get it to get to the confirmed booking stage. I called and I actually got a human this time fairly quickly. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to book it and we're going to send you an email and then you have to call and give us the payment method so that we can do the taxes and fees. Finally, this all happens. I call and the guy tells me, oh, well, no, you have multiple transactions. I'm like, how can I have multiple transactions? Nothing ever went through. So anyway, very, very long story short, I finally just bailed on it. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just not even going to do this. This is the universe telling me to stick with the flight I already have booked. I would rather pay the 15,000 points on United than ever have to deal with them again. They're just, when things go well and you can just do it all online, it's fine. It saves you points. It's great. And you're not flying them. You're actually flying United. But if I had my my druthers, I would rather do that. And here's Aeroplan because my initial booking was on Aeroplan. So I tried to call them to see, well, you know, maybe out of the goodness of their heart, since the earlier flight wasn't available when I booked, they'll transfer me, but maybe move it over. The cancellation fee on their booking is more than what I initially paid. And it's more than what the points are worth versus United, where I could cancel it immediately, get all my points back and all my taxes and fees. I call their aeroplan and they're like, we're really busy. Call up, call back and they hung up on me. Yeah, this is one of the benefits. So we have an interesting quandary here because there are multiple ways and Air Canada or Life Miles are two different programs that are highly tied to Star Alliance, but they do have other partners. So you can use those. A lot of people like using these, especially especially Avianca-like miles for short-term or close-in bookings on Lufthansa, which gives them business or first-class options. Oftentimes in a 7 to 10, maybe 14-day period outside of that flight. So if you have that super flexible schedule where you're able to book that last minute flight and grab those award flights where things aren't likely to change. That's going to be great, a great usage of those awards because those are American Express transfer partners. I assume that's part of the reason that he's looking at these particular programs. But the other part of it is, is you have to watch those fees and the cancellation and change fees. And both Avianca and Air Canada charge those Avianca, I believe, is a little bit better than when your experience was, because again, your experience was pre-pandemic. And from what I'm hearing from data reports more recently, they have improved their customer service angle and more people are speaking English. They're answering phones quicker. We don't know. Neither of us has booked anything lately, but I am keeping my eyes open for that exact same use we talked about in a couple episodes ago about my trip to Europe with my dad. And I'm watching for Saver Award flights to open a few weeks or maybe a few days ahead of schedule so that I can book that. But that will be a hassle too, because that's not just going to be an immediate booking. I'm going it's to have to probably call or email them the information segment by segment to piece it together. And then it's about a three-day process from what I've heard. Oh, geez. Well, and I'm just going to say, it may show that the space is available, but you can never get it to go through because I definitely have had that now several times. I did get actually one booking to go through, though, for September. It's a once, it's a nonstop flight and ah, it actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> I have a confirmation over it everything this time. 
I still have a lot of points sitting there. It's to the point now where I'm like, do I really need that 150,000 points? Really? <laughs> well, there you go. So let's move on. We have news and enhanced offers, and we have a couple of things of interest. And the first one is Korean Miles. And they had announced that there was a change to the chart, but... We know nothing about that. Well, they, Korean used to be a transfer partner of Chase yeah, back so when we first started. The interesting piece to this is that shortly after they announced that they were going to make this change, they suspended the change. So, oh, yeah, there's that too. Yeah, they, they're maintaining what their old charts were, and there are some sweet spots. And just like we were talking about with the question of the week, one of the things that's always interesting and one of the things we focus on here in Award Travel 101 is how you use partners. And for those of you who are saying, I'm only going to fly Delta and fly it domestically. Why do I care about this Korean airline? Each one of these partners may have a sweet spot that you can utilize to get better deals for less points or less miles to do the travel that you're looking to do. And one of the things I was telling Angie off air before we started recording is that Korean, if you can find this, this is a theoretical because it assumes Delta is going to actually open up the Saver Award space. <laughs> but if Saver Award space happened to be available to, say, Hawaii, you could actually book Delta One business class fly flat seats to Hawaii from anywhere in the US for just 22,500 Korean miles each way. So that's like 45,000 miles round trip. They did happen to be a transfer partner of Chase many years ago. So as we were first kind of coming up in the award travel and loyalty field, that was something that was available that is no longer. But if you happen to have Marriott points, that might be an option that's of interest to you. So you got to keep out, keep an eye open for those kind of things. And That gets into our very next post, which is the Etihad Guest Award chart changes. So you're the one that's booked with Etihad before. I've not been able to find anything when I've searched them. And again, this is not an alliance partner, but they are a partner of many airlines. So one of our moderators, Jared Morales, wrote this post on Award Wallet of some sweet spots. And Etihad has not announced what those changes actually are. By the time this actually airs, they may have finally dropped the award chart changes. So we'll announce that and you can find more information in the Award Travel 101 Facebook group as those things happen. But the Etihad award chart is supposed to be more aligned with all of their partners. And right now, each of their partners has all these little unique differences. And uh, you can kind of take advantage of some of the things that I've taken advantage of, which is to fly American Airlines flagship first transcontinental flights, which are typically anywhere between 50 and 150,000 American miles one way. You can use, if those Saver Awards are available, it's just 25,000 Etihad miles, which are partners of Capital One, of American Express, and all these different transfer partners that you can move your points into. So it's a way to get that outsized value from your points. And he shared a couple of the sweet spots. I thought that everybody should go check this out. Again, we'll leave information in the show notes so that you can find out more about that. But that was an interesting thing that I flagged. How are their taxes and fees? Uh, they have a booking fee, at least as far as booking American, where it's, I think it's like, instead of $5.60, it's $15 and change. So it's, uh, they have some kind of $10 and change booking fee. 
But, you know, as far as that, when you're looking at it relative to the award savings, it's massive. Mm -hmm. And it's, but if you were to try to book one of their own flights, you know, booking an Etihad flight with Etihad miles, I don't know that it's a pretty site. So, <laughs> so that's one of the reasons, again, people kind of avoid some of these programs. They say, oh, I'm never going to use that because that's, does not, I'm never going to fly Etihad. Well, you know, you're not going to want to use Etihad to book Etihad anyway. You're going to want to use somebody like Aeroplan or you're going to want to find AA, somebody who has that partnership award where it's a lot better deal. You're not going to want to pay 600000 Etihad points to fly business class. You're going to want to fly, you know, business class on Aeroplan for 70,000 or 87,500 Aeroplan points. Depends on where you're going. It can be up to, I think, 100,000. And there are some th neat things you can do with Aeroplan to, you know, tack on and make your journey a little bit longer and more enjoyable if that's what you're trying to do. But again, it's all about these partners. So that brings us to. The next one is there's a transfer bonus from City over to Virgin Atlantic. Why would you do that when everybody transfers to Virgin Atlantic? Yeah, and so what would you use them for? The Virgin Atlantic bonus, and this is something that's specific to City. So you have this 30% transfer bonus. And there are, again, all these little unique sweet spots about you when you're using these partners. So if you're wanting to go on one of the Virgin voyages that they just announced a couple of weeks ago, where they said, you know, you can start at 80,000 points for this five night completely paid per cruise, not even a single tax or fee. It's completely covered by your points. 80,000 Virgin points is now 62,000 city thank you points. So you, you can do, use less points with the, one of these bonuses. You want to do A&A business class to Tokyo. You can use Virgin Miles, again, a partner of ANA for 37,000 thank you points to book that one-way business class. And whereas ANA, you have to find it round trip. So you can book these one way using Virgin Atlantic. And that's a, a neat little feature that I'll link in. Again, that was a change to the Virgin program sometime within the last 12 months. I don't remember the exact date, but I want to say it was like April-ish last year. They made an adjustment where, because previously you had to do it round trip using Virgin Miles as well. So first class flights, now instead of 60,000 miles each way, it's 47,000 Virgin Miles with 47,000 thank you points, which converts to 60,000 Virgin Miles. And then, of course, you have Delta One sweet spots. Virgin is a Delta partner. And by the time this episode airs, they will have joined the Sky Team Alliance on March 2nd. That's going to impact or change some of these partner awards. But you can do Delta One business class overseas from anywhere in the U.S. So it could be Los Angeles, Seattle, it could be Detroit, it could be New York, all over to Europe for just 39,000 city thank you points. It's normally 50,000 if there's saver award level on Delta. And these are huge savings relative to Delta because oftentimes these flights on Delta, what are they going to be, Angie? Oh, if you're lucky, you can find it for 95,000. That's a saver one. Usually it's going to be like 300,000 points yeah. or something silly like that. So 250, I've seen them as high as 440,000 one way in business class. Delta Sky Miles versus 50,000 Virgin Atlantic Miles, you're going to want to go with Virgin. So yeah. even on their own metal. And this is one of the things they have flights starting in the 10,500 in economy Europe until I'm sorry, not just to Europe, specifically to London yep. on Virgin. And while their tax and fees are going to be a little bit higher than they are on Delta, you may still find a deal. Again, 
9,000 thank you points will get you a one-way ticket to London in economy. You could even get premium economy. So you want a little bit extra space. You want a little bit more premium service. It's not going to be a live flat seat, but it's going to be a bigger seat. It may recline a little bit more like a domestic first class seat and 15,000 points, city thank you points versus 19,500 virgin miles. And this is all the way for a nonstop from Los Angeles all the way to London. That still could be a heck of a deal. They've got a new route out of Tampa from Tampa to nonstop to Heathrow. And I wish my back would let me do economy because the business class flight, I mean, the the miles required are super cheap. It's like 47,000. And that was even before this transfer bonus, because I have some stranded there from a previous flight that I'd had booked. But the taxes and fees on that business class flight are $733 each. But premium economy was, I want to say, $22,500 and $300 taxes and fees. You know, that that's a little more doable. I wish I could suck it up for the economy ticket, though. I'll just go and have lunch in London tomorrow. <laughs> and there's one other thing is that they also happen to partner with KLM and Air France Flying Blue. And sometimes it's cheaper to use those awards in one way or the other over KLM or Air France because it seems to cut the fees down. Sometimes the awards are a little bit higher. Sometimes they're lower. It kind of, I haven't found a thing that holds every single time, but there's generally some way to save, whether it's through a bunch of miles or whether it's through savings of fees. And with this transfer bonus, again, you're using even less points. So this is one of those advantages of using City Thank You Points right now. Mm-hmm. I would not recommend speculatively transferring any thank you points right now. And for me, that's probably the currency that I have the lowest balance in. So for one thing, I wouldn't want to tie them up in another carrier if I don't have an immediate need for them. But if you've got a surplus of them, but this is also why we really highly recommend people collect the city points because you get these bonus offers all the time. And it's like, oh, hey, I want to take advantage of this. Yeah, this is probably one of the most under-discussed and underutilized currencies in the award travel field. And we want to make sure that all our members who are listening know about that. Okay, so this final enhanced offer that we're going to talk about, this is right up your alley. Hyatt, what do they have? Their bonus journey is 23. So tell everybody about that because you are team Hyatt. Yeah, so as a globalist, (laughs) and I've been a globalist for almost three years now, starting in the early stages of the pandemic, and everybody talks in the award travel communities about being a globalist because they're Loyalty program for top tier members is by far and away the best program of any chain hotel. You will not be treated better. You will not have an easier to use program with guaranteed suite upgrades, no playing games like you often have to do with Marriott and Hilton. So there's just one of the best programs around. But for starting March 20th through May 26th, and you can earn 3,000 bonus points for every two eligible nights up to 30 nights. So that means you can earn up to 45,000 bonus points with 500 bonus points extra in 10 cities in primary places like Atlanta, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, Hong Kong, and so on. So you can possibly earn 3,500 points for every two night stays. And they'll be in the award travel 201 community, a little bit more details on how you can utilize this particular offer and to be able to really up your status in the program of Hyatt. Because I think a lot of people always say, well, I'm never going to stay 60 nights to get globalist status, which is what's required. 
And there's some hacks you can use to use credit card spend and, and do little other things that are interesting and unique. But we'll talk about that more in the Award Travel 201 community to how to hack your way to globalist status. Ooh, teaser. I just want to point out to all the listeners that we typically record the podcast about two weeks before it airs. So these offers that we're talking about, that's what's going on right now. And we we drop them in the group as soon as we know about them and we discuss them and post about it and things like that. So if you want to know the most up-to-date, you need to come and check out the group and see what there are because these may not exist in two weeks when this comes out. So don't go hunting for it if you're looking, listening to this down the road and be like, I really want that transfer bonus. It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And all of these offers will be still up. But, you know, as far as some of the changes, like the chart changes and those things, again, we never know what offers will come and go. But the last two, the one with Hyatt and the Virgin Atlantic will still be in ex- existence as this episode drops. With that, let's move on to what bonuses did we get? And Angie, have you gotten any new cards or completed any new bonuses? No, I'm still working on the same ones. I'm still working on the Schwab Platinum card. We're probably about, I don't know, a third of the way on that. Although, so I mentioned in a prior episode about how I kind of have P2 trained and you know, anything over $100, he calls to confirm that he's going to use the right card and everything. And I'm opening statements today because I still get the statements on paper because it's my poor mailman, because I'll have to go back periodically and pull them out and highlight things or whatnot. And it's just so much easier than trying to dig through them online. And I pulled out my husband's double cash card. And all of a sudden it has like a $1,500 balance on it. I'm like, what the heck? It truly would have been the right card to use. If we weren't working on minimum spend on three other cards. So lay side. Anyway, so I've got that. I still don't have the Hilton card. That was supposed to be in the mail yesterday and it's not here yet. But I did just get the invoice for my property insurance. And the good news is it's enough to finish the spend on the second business platinum card. There you go. That's also the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> not fun when it's high spend like that. It is not. Gosh, but at least I'm getting something out of it. How about you? Yeah, I have a few things that are in the works and I'm almost done with the American Express business checking account, which had a 60,000 point bonus. It currently only has 30,000 point bonus, but it will wrap up here early March. So I've seen data points that suggest it's about 20 to 25 days after that's complete, where members start receiving bonuses. So Somewhere in the 80 to 90 day mark, it seems like that's where the bonuses are starting to hit. So probably... Yeah, I've got that coming too. End of March, that'll be hitting. I'll have the 60,000 point bonus. I mentioned also in previous episodes that I applied for both City and Barclay personal advantage cards. And those finally did arrive earlier this week. And I, I finally got both cards in my hand. I am waiting till March 1st to pay off my home equity line of credit. And I'll use both of those cards to knock out the bonuses and come away with about 140,000 American Advantage miles, which I will be using mostly for low cost web special saver fares because those are my jam. And then I mentioned also in the very last episode that I had applied recently for the United Business Card. I'm sitting right on the fence at 424. 
And uh, I was approved the following day after applying for that. That card has not yet arrived. But so far for the first two, two and a half months, it looks like I'm going to have all total between bonuses and spend and Rakuten and all these things racked up about 700,000 different miles and points for the year. And so that brings me to my question for the member says that I'm at 424. I already have the spend planned out for these next three cards for bonuses. So with me being at 424 and my wife at 224, I want to ask the members and listeners, what should I get next? You might need to give them an, an idea, though, about what you already have so they know what you can't. I mean, you can't get another Sapphire card because you got one of those. You only have one or two. I can't get any of the ink free fee free cards. I have to get right? like an ink preferred, preferred. Uh, which has a hefty spend. And I'm not sure I'm, I might have something that I could knock that out to. I just have to kind of look at some of the plans for where the spend sits. And that's a $15,000 spend, but sitting right there, an ink card for me and maybe give my wife another ink, a shot at an ink fee free card. I tried once before, maybe six months ago or so, and she was denied. So no love there. And maybe it's time to just move on and and try to get her one of the co-branded cards just to get her in the system. And, you know, because the ink cards are generally harder to get. So we have a lot to talk about this week, but first... Are you using a Ward Wallet? Did you know it tracks almost 700 travel and loyalty programs, including popular airline, hotel, credit card, and even supermarket and fuel rewards programs? The Award Travel 101 community partners with Award Wallet to bring you great content every week, which is why I'm so excited to discuss this tool that every Miles and Points fanatic should be using. Not only does Award Wallet track your Miles and Points to let you know how many you have and when they're expiring, It will even alert you when there are changes so you can get on top of potential fraudulent activity. They also have a ton of other tools that are helpful too, including tracking hotel certificates, a built-in travel itinerary, airline change cancellation notices often before the airline do so you can get ahead of the game, provides detailed analysis of how you could earn more points based on your unique spending habits, individual transaction analyzer to show you each transaction and how you did, as well as the merchant and reverse merchant lookup tools that will tell you if a specific retailer will earn you more bonus points or not. And there are so many reasons you should have a Ward Wallet and price shouldn't keep you from signing up today because it's free. So use our link in the show notes to sign up today. And if you want more of the advanced features of Award Wallet Plus, including historical account balance change chart, so you can kind of see how your awards are changing over time. You want to be able to export all of your award programs into Excel or PDF formats to keep that up to date. You can also update all of your programs in Award Wallet in parallel. So that means You don't have to do one at a time like you do on the free account. And this is often up to five times faster. And if you want to also track more than one user, so if you have a spouse or somebody else that you're interested in, it's just $30 a year to track all of these things and have all of these added 
bonus features. However, if you think you're ready for that and are interested in the intermediate level Award Travel 201 community for $89.99 annually, Award Wallet Plus is included in your AT201 subscription. So go sign up today. And moving on to trip updates, we are at the half hour mark. So let's uh, roll through these. For you, you have positioning flights to Africa. What's new? All right. So <clears throat> I posted a question in the group the other day. I need to get a positioning flight for my trip to Bali in September. I am flying on Q Suites out of O'Hare and I have like five or six different options, but they all give me really hideous, <laughs> like eight to 10 hour layovers. And it's, you know, they're all nonstop flights. And I'm kind of asking people, what should I do? I still don't know what I'm going to do on that one, by the way. I'm possibly leaning towards going up the night before and not having to deal with a 10-hour layover. And I'll go visit friends and family in Chicago. But it started making me nervous about my positioning flight to Africa because when we changed our flight, go back and listen a couple episodes ago, um, the positioning flight that we have from Tampa up to Dulles only gives us about a two and a half to three hour layover there. And I started getting nervous about, oh my gosh, what if we miss that flight? So that was the saga with dealing with Avianca earlier was trying to change that positioning flight. So that's pretty much what I've been working on there. I think when I get back from my safari, we're really going to start digging into booking all of our hotels for Bali and finalizing our itinerary. But I've been booking stuff for our meetups and get togethers that we have this year. How about you? I am working on trying to figure out how the heck to get home. I have a trip to Mexico with the family. And um, originally, I talked last week about how United made a change to the schedule and put us on a connecting flight, which I was trying to avoid. But I'm not finding things coming back that are in the range that I want to, it to be. I just I have certain ideas of how I want to use my miles and points and you know, there's a lot to be said for convenience and using those to be able to find the the flight that works best for you and maybe sometimes overpaying what some people consider the best deal. However, I don't want to spend more on a flight home from Mexico than I would to a flight to Europe or right. a flight to Hawaii or somewhere, even to Asia. These, these flights are disgusting and overpriced. <laughs> and I'm not sure, you know, I, I really was watching and Talking about, you know, Award Wallet. Award Wallet has a, a feature in there talking about travel trends that I think is very interesting to watch. And it tells you who's booking what and where and and how many people are booking flights on United. And there's some really interesting things that happen in there. I really thought as we began to get back to normal travel patterns that some of these cash prices and award prices would start coming down. And the summer travel still looks pretty disgusting domestically and close to domestic. So Mexico and Caribbean and a lot of award charts is basically considered similar to the US. So whether it's only slightly different or not different at all, it's just not attractive. And so I got the right award flight out there and I got everything straightened out there. But now I'm trying to figure out how to get back. And that's really causing me a lot of hassle. And I'm considering positioning into Orlando and then trying to find a flight back from Orlando because JetBlue has several nonstop daily flights from Cancun to Orlando, and they're not horribly priced. It's about 10,000 you know, miles each way. So, I mean, or one way. So for the four of us, it'd be about 40,000 points. 
And of course, the taxes on Mexico flights is a little bit higher. So you're looking about $240 for the four of us as a family. But even then, I'm still having a hard time getting home from Orlando. I've looked at all the surrounding airports, and this is where we talk about positioning flights. So I was looking at Tampa. I was looking at, you know, even down a little further south. So I'm just not finding what I want. You know, I still up in the air right now. So I, I don't know. We'll, You'll just have to move to Mexico. <laughs> and I did book one other trip. My my brother mentioned that he was interested in going to a concert in Atlanta. I have never actually stayed in Atlanta since doing award travel. So I booked an suite. And this is one of the things that I love about Hyatt is that you can book straight into one of their premium level suites. As a globalist, I am eligible to use suite upgrade awards, or if the suite is available on arrival, I should be comped a standard suite, but that does not include their premium and higher tier suites. And so for a little over 40,000 points, I booked straight into their best VIP suite. And I'm kind of looking forward to that for my weekend with him. Oh, that'll be nice. That's fun. Moving on to what you didn't know. And one of the important things we talk about in the award travel community, we have lots of little tips we like to share with you in the Award Travel 101 podcast every single week. And one of the things that Angie and I have come across, and I think we both found value in is meetups. And we happen to have one coming up very in Cleveland. And we just released tickets to let's go crazy with war travel in the Twin Cities. So if you're interested in that, we will drop the link to that. And so you can sign up in Eventbrite. Angie, tell us why meetups are probably just as important as being active here in the Award Travel 101 community. In one respect, well, I'd almost say in two respects, are almost better to do the meetups because you actually make relationships. First and foremost, when you go to a meetup, you're going to be learning information that isn't necessarily always widely shared. There, there are tips, there are tricks, there are secrets that people have that they've found that they don't want to post it in a 90,000 member group and kill it. You'll find some of these floating around the internet, but this it's nice to just sit down and talk to somebody and have them tell you stuff. You're like, oh, I didn't know about that. And you know, you you learn things that way, but you also make connections with these people. So you know, we have we have a team chat, you know, all the award travel 101 groups, our moderators, our admins and whatnot, that we can bounce questions off of each other all the time. And we tell our members, you know, certainly go post in the group if you have a question. But if you want something super quick, you know, DM one of us, send us a message and you can come to us. But we also have, I also have as a result of these meetups, I have friends that I can just ping straight up. I'm like, hey, remember that thing you told me about when we were in Denver or wherever the meetup happened to be? How did that work? Or, hey, I'm looking for this. Do you have any advice on this particular kind of plane? It's it's the connection. And the trip that I'm taking to Bali, I'm going with three women that I met at meetups that I met in this community. And I would I would never have thought to go to Bali without them. So it's it's all about that. It's what you learn. It's the connections and making friends. Yeah, I would argue that the most important investment I made in myself was to start going to meetups. And again, I mentioned that in one of our previous episodes that I had attended four different meetups in 2018, just so that I could really learn about this field. And 
Some might say, oh, you spent thousands of dollars, you know, between airfare because I wasn't a miles and points person at that point. I was buying airfare. I was paying for hotels. I did all these different things. But I think it really sped up the process in which Mm -hmm. I learned these things. I felt kind of like it was all over my head the very first time. But the second time I was like, okay, I'm sort of starting to get this. And I, I had some guidance. And, you know, that was a great thing that I was able to take advantage of some people who were prominent bloggers who said, hey, we'll walk you through this process. Then we went to the Chicago seminars and I, I'd started making friends. And then, you know, we had the big meetup, the award travel meetup in the end of 2018 for, you know, a bunch of people who met up and we were all part of this smaller, intermediate, advanced community who were really into maximizing our travel rewards. And that's some of the things we focus on in Award Travel 201 is things that we can't really get terribly into detail with into Award Travel 101 for whatever that reason may be. But we can talk about it a little bit more in 201, but we can in person kind of go through step-by-step how some of these things work to you know, really break down some of the best hacks in the travel and loyalty space. Right. And I want to encourage people who think, oh my gosh, I don't know anybody. I don't want to go to this. This would be just really weird. Everything your mother always told you, don't go meet meet up with strangers that you meet on the internet. There was one, like you mentioned, the intermediate group before, you know, before 201, before all these things, there was a meetup and I didn't go. And to this day, I still have regret that I didn't go. It was, I didn't know anybody. I was going to have to go by myself and, you know, all my real life friends and my family are like, okay, that's just weird that you're going to do that. I so wish I had gone. And, you know, after I started going to meetups, I'm like, what was I afraid of? Because people are friendly. They're nice. We're all in a little cult, as my husband likes to say. And he doesn't like to listen to me talk about, you know, all this stuff all the time. So here you get to go find other people that want to talk about this stuff all the time. You find your people. Yeah, you, you find your crew and, and there are a lot of different communities that are travel or miles and points or loyalty or airline or hotel specific on Facebook or other platforms like Instagram and wherever. But one of the things that's really neat about Award Travel 101 is that we don't focus on any one of those. There may be some that are my favorites or Angie's favorites. There may be some that yours that are your favorites. Maybe you don't care about Hyatt, you don't care about United, you don't care about Aeroplan or any of the programs that Angie might be interested in. It's all about what's interesting to you. But with 90,000 plus members, they've done it all. Somebody has done whatever you're looking to do, and somebody's going to have an answer for how to do something better. And that's what I really love about the meetups as well. Of course, I met Angie through the group that the from the meetup she didn't attend, but she eventually had got over her stranger danger and I was <laughs> traveling to her city and she's like, Hey, I see you're in, you know, the Tampa area. You want to meet up at this, what was it called? Hurricanes? A hurricane on the beach. Yeah. So over we, at we were beach. overlooking that and we met up with another member who I, I had met up at this uh, original meetup and our very first interaction, we, there were two or three of us that met up at my home airport in Cleveland in our uh, Bar Simon. I love Bar Simon. It's a priority pass lounge restaurant, which can be accessed using your Ritz-Carlton card, your Sapphire Reserve. But three of us who had never met before were flying out of Cleveland. And we're like, is that is that you? Or are you, you know, in a kind of 
gauging. And then we, we like sat down and we all had priority pass and, you know, we're like, oh, we got it. No, we got it. And it's just yeah. kind of this fun, <laughs> fun time that you were having and you started socializing and we guested each other into the lounge in Atlanta, which is where we all flew into for the meetup in Georgia. And, you know, it's just start building that bonding, that friendship, that community aspect. And that was what really drew me to the Award Travel 101 community is having those connections. And to this day, those people, there are people that I haven't seen again since that meetup. But I, I say, hey, you know, XYZ, mm-hmm. now I saw that you had done this before. I am friends with them on social media and I'll tag them in a post if I see you have a question about that same thing. So having those references and those points of reference and those people that you can refer to, it's building out your contact list so that you understand that you're not alone in this journey. None of us are alone in this journey. I came up and you know I was asked to take care of the Award Travel 101 community. And I asked Angie to come on as a moderator and eventually brought her into an admin position because we needed help. And you know, I brought Allison on and we, we had all these people that came into this, this space because we all were part of this community and we were all part of a deeper, close-knit community who want to make sure that you're doing the best thing you can do with your travels. I think that's it. We have mentioned that we have the event in Minneapolis. So go sign up for that if you're interested in Angie, tell them about the little bit about the details. What's the cost? What's the event price? So we have all the information in Eventbrite about what the cost is. There's a discount going on, uh, an early bird discount if you get in now. So I don't know the exact price right now, but we're staying at the Rand in Minneapolis. It's a cool Art Deco Marriott hotel. But if you're not a Marriott person, there's a Hilton right around the corner. There's a Hyatt right around the corner. You There's the hotel of your desire right around the corner if you don't want to stay at the the hotel. We have some really fun activities planned. And hopefully the weather will be lovely in Minneapolis in August versus what it is in Florida. So that's my hope at least. But go check it out in the group and sign up quickly because space is limited. Yeah. And the tickets are $135 each. And there is a discount for signing up early, which you'll find in the Award Travel 101 event section. Thank you. That's it. So with that, Angie... Thanks for joining me again. You're getting ready to take off for Africa. By the time this episode airs, you'll be midway through your safari trip. And we can't wait to hear more about that and see your posts in the group. Where can anyone find you if they're looking to get a hold of you or ask a question? They can find us in the group Award Travel 101. They can find us in our paid group Award Travel 201. You can send us direct messages through Facebook Messenger. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. We also have our Award Travel One-on-One consulting service. If you want a little more personalized attention beyond just a simple question, you know, you want a credit card strategy, you want help trying to learn how to search for award flights, or you just, you want to figure out what this whole award travel game is, sign up for one of the sessions with one of us for there. And don't forget to support your Award Travel 101 community using our links. I will leave that in the show notes. And if you're looking for your next card, feel free to message us on any social media platform. You can find us at Award Travel 101, Twitter, Instagram. On Facebook, you can message me, Joseph Petrovic. Thanks so much for joining us again, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Safe travels. Bye.